0: Hey, family, in this video, we're going to talk about five questions you must ask yourself before you even think about our relationship. Before I get into my first point and before we get this live here, let me welcome everyone's watching later. Those who's watching, whether you're listening on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Spotify, or you're watching on YouTube, want to say thank you all so much for watching. I pray that you all are blessed by this. If you're joining me for the very first time, make sure you go ahead and check this video out. And if you like it, subscribe, because I would love to be your coach. Around. But as everyone is coming in live, get your questions ready. And if you watch right now, you're like, man, I want to be a part of this, this guy's Live Q&A, make sure you hit the bell, subscribe first, hit the bell so you can get all posts in the case so you'll know when I go live. And stay tuned I have a special surprise for all my singles, couples, and entrepreneurs. Let's get right into my five points uh, 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 in regards to what questions you must ask yourself before you even think about a relationship. Before we get into that, let's talk about relationship. Relationship by definition is relating on ship you never want to get on a ship with anyone that you don't relate to. Relatability is important when it comes to relationship. Most people are selling the seas of life with sailors who never sailed before. And they wonder why they're failing over and over again. It's because number one, they don't relate to God. Number two, they don't relate to themselves. Therefore, if they don't relate to God or themselves, how can they relate to someone in the future. And so when we think about relationships, you have to take the time to think as a single person, if you are even ready for the demands of a relationship. For later videos, we'll talk about what all comes in relationship and all that good stuff. But let's talk about question number one that you must ask yourself before even thinking about being in relationship. Number one is what are your core values and beliefs? What are your core values and beliefs? Have a note here. Understanding your values and beliefs is essential as they shape your worldview and guide your decision-making in relationships. It helps you find someone who shares similar values, creating a strong foundation for a lasting relationship. This question is very important because at your core, what are you? If at your core you poor, you won't be able to survive. And you have to think about your core values. What do you value when it comes to time? What do you value when it comes to money? What do you value when it comes to the important things of life? That's important for you to process. What are your core values? It says uh, these values shape your worldview. How do you view the world? If you don't value what the word of God values about manhood or values about womanhood or values about parenting or values about whatever it is that are core to relationship, then you won't find success because they shape your worldview. How do you view women? How do you view men? How do you view the things? If you don't have a scriptural lens by which you see, then you will bend to any type of, of worldly influence. It says it shapes or guides your decision making in relationships. When you're in it, you got to be in it. One thing about relationships, one thing about marriage or whatever it is in regards to that context is that many of us or many people do not understand what it means to be in You can't spell win without in. You have to be in and also in as in regards to an individual. If you're not an individual, your original self, then you won't be able to win no matter what you're in. And so when you have those core values and beliefs that are founded by the word of God and are shaping your worldview and guiding your decision making, it will help you find someone that will help you. A second question that you must ask yourself before you even think about being a relationship as a single person am i ready for commitment am i ready for commitment here's the point assessing your readiness for commitment involves evaluating your emotional readiness willingness to invest time and effort and ability to prioritize a relationship it ensures you enter a relationship with the right mindset and intentions that is very powerful are you ready for commitment listen people put their mitts out there but they're not ready for commitment they want to catch something they don't have the strength to hold right and when it comes to commitment you got to be ready and the thing about us we don't know if we're ready only god knows if we're ready and some things we're ready for but the thing that we're ready for is not ready for us and so when you understand what all comes with commitment you got to assess am i ready to endure? Am I ready to be a husband? Am I ready to be a wife? Most people look at husband and wife or father and mother as just titles. Those titles are not just titles. Those things are not just nouns. They're verbs. You have to be it before you be it. And you have to assess your readiness involving evaluating your emotional readiness. Are you emotionally ready to, to bend to the knees of a significant other, to bend to the knees of a wife or a husband? It says willingness to invest time and effort. Are you willing to invest time and effort? If you don't, if you haven't maximized your time or given any effort towards you, then you won't find success and ability to prioritize a relationship. right now as a as a husband. No matter what it is that I endeavor to do, I must think about my wife. I must think about her. If I don't think about her, I will sink. If I got to think so, I don't sink. And a lot of us, a lot of people, when it comes to relationships, they're not uh, prioritizing their wife. They're not prioritizing their husband. They're not prioritizing their family. Therefore, they end up losing it. It It ensures you enter a relationship with the right mindset. And intention. We'll talk about mindset, singleness, mindset, and intentions in another video. Number three, the third question you have to ask yourself is, have I healed from past wounds? Number one, what are my core values and beliefs? Number two, am I ready for commitment? Number three, have I healed for past wounds? Hurt people hurt people. Wounded people wound people. All right. So reflecting on past hurts and taking the time to heal is crucial before entering a new relationship. Unresolved emotional baggage can negatively impact the new relationship. So it's important to address and heal from past wounds to establish a healthy and thriving partnership. This is very important. Have you healed? Before you can even think about dealing, you got to focus on healing. Most people, they want to deal without being healed. And then when they end up trying to deal, they end up hurting the person that they're making deals with. And so you have to ask, have I healed from all past wounds? We're not just talking about your ex. We're not talking about a boyfriend or a girlfriend. We're talking about that mama wound, that daddy wound, that uncle wound, that aunt wound, that family wound, that church wound. All the wounds must be healed because if you go to another person to be healed, they will be proven incapable of healing. Because most people do, all people, there's no one on this planet on this earth that has the capacity to heal emotional wounds. They can be emotional band-aids, but they can't give full aid, right? And so you have to go and be uh, 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 to God and say, God, I need you to heal all my past wounds. It says reflecting on past hurts and taking the time. You have to take the time to heal. See, if an athlete goes out on the basketball court or football field, they just sprained the an ankle and they, because they're zeal for the game, they want to get back in the game. What was once a sprained ankle can then turn to a broken ankle, right? And how many people with sprained hearts are trying to play a part on a field or try to play a part on a court, but end up breaking apart the places in their heart, keeping them from being a part or being a part of something that God has designed for them to be a part of. And so you have to say, okay, God, what areas of my heart is wounded? Because whether you intentionally want to wound somebody else, you will hurt them. Because it doesn't matter how much you want to help a person or how much hope you have in a love with a person, if you hurt, you will eventually hurt them. It says unresolved emotional baggage can negatively impact the new relations. You gotta unpack your bags. You gotta you gotta marry light. You gotta marry light. Like if you want your marriage to take flight, you gotta marry light. You gotta be light. You got to say, God, unpack all the baggage. Don't just unpack the big suitcases. You got to unpack those little carry ons. Because a lot of people, they don't got the big bags, but what are you carrying on? A lot of people got some toxic stuff in their carry on baggage. And because it's a small bag, they don't think they should unpack it. And they have things that shouldn't even make it through TSA. so unresolved in order to solve you have to solve the unresolved and only one that can that can solve the unresolved is the only one that can solve and that's god give me one second all right let's keep going um yeah it says so it's important to address and heal from past wounds to to establish a healthy and thriving relationship so i have to make sure that I address because whatever you don't address, it will undress you. I rather address things in private so that things won't undress me in public, right? Now, number four question is what are my non-negotiables and deal breakers? This is a question that people avoid because of their lack of contentment. And probably a lot of people avoid this question because they just want to get to negotiations, but they don't have non-negotiables. It says, identify your non-negotiables and deal breakers helps you define your boundaries right and requirements in relation let me tell you talk about this you have to have non-negotiables and for instance john Morant. for those who are, are a part of the nba john Morant right now obviously uh, did not adhere to the boundaries and what happens is now we don't know how uh uh, uh old that video was how i knew that video was but because john Morant's activities with this with the iron i don't want to say certain words with the iron proves detrimental to the to the brand equity and quality of the nba therefore because he bumped up against those boundaries now all of a sudden now he may lose and when it comes to non-negotiables and deal breakers you gotta say okay do i meet the requirements oftentimes people give people access to their benefits without first adhering to their requirements let's break that down a little bit further a lot of people are given their benefits without even requiring a resume for from a person. Before you resume with the individual, you got to check their resume to see if they even meet the requirements because no job gives their benefits to someone that did not turn a resume who haven't proved to meet certain requirements. Imagine a company giving a badge, giving a key to a company car, giving access to every floor of a building, access to all their benefits, but that person has proven they don't meet the requirements. What type of dangers would that person provide that company you have to treat yourself as a fortune 500 company and say people should not gain access to my benefits benefits like your time benefits like your emotions benefits like your money benefits like your creativity benefits like your 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 purity they should not get those benefits until they meet god's requirements that's why you have to allow the holy spirit to do the interviewing process he because he's the only one with the interview. See, he, he's the only one capable of interviewing because he has an interview, he sees that person. That's why you have to trust the leadership of the Holy Spirit to ensure that you don't find yourself in a situation that your benefits are squandered all over the streets because you made a street person, a sheets person, and now you're sleeping with them and now you're sleeping on your purpose and goals. And only thing you can see are dreams, but you can't make your dreams. Reality. So, what are your non-negotiables? What are your deal breakers? Only people of value have non-negotiables, only people that value themselves have deal breakers. And we'll do another video on the top five non-negotiables and the top five deal breaks. Another video, knowing what you need and what you can't compromise on enables you to make informed decisions about potential partners. When you trust that God has what's best for you, you'll rest while He brings what's best for you to you. Last question is, am I content and fulfilled in my singleness? Big question right here. Am I content and fulfilled in my singleness? Being content and fulfilled in your singleness allows you to enter a relationship from a place of wholeness and self-assurance. It ensures that you're not seeking a relationship to fill a void But rather to enhance your life and share with someone compatible. The Bible says don't be unequally yoked with non-believers. You can also add to the, not add into the word, but add into the metaphor that you should not be unequally yoked with, with poor believers or babe believers. Because let's look at the analogy of the ox. When you are, when an ox is yoked to another ox, the goal is to make sure they're equally yoked because they're tied by the neck. And you want an ox that's equally yoked with another ox because it makes the tending or the twirling easier. Now, if the if the if the ox are unequally yoked, most people would assume that an unequally yoked relationship hurts the weaker calf or the weaker person. No, it it hurts the stronger calf. How does it hurt the stronger calf, Josh? Because as the strong ox is carrying its weight. Is carrying the dead weight or the resistant weight of the other ox and the carriage. And when the yoke is at an angle, it snaps the neck of the stronger. That's why the one who runs the relationship is the one who loves the least in it. The one who loves the least controls the relationship and they suffocate the one that desires to be in it. That's why you have to be with someone that's equally invested in it. As you, if not, they won't carry their weight. And if you carry your weight and the dead and the resistance of the weight of another ox and the weight of the carriage or the marriage, you are going to find yourself perishing. And what we have to understand is, is that you have to first be so content in your singleness <clears throat> that you reach a level of wholeness so that you can be able to have a poise about you to see if this person is of equalness to you. Being content and fulfilled in your singleness meaning that my book, Multi-Purpose, we're going to talk about that, is that being fulfilled in my singleness means I'm okay with being single. If you're not okay with being single, then you won't be okay in a marriage. I promise you. If you can't be okay alone, you won't be okay alongside someone else. And that's something that we have to process. Are you fulfilled in your singleness? Are you fulfilling your purpose? I'm not saying all stories are aligned, but I guarantee the substratum of all relationships by God follows this principle. Meaning this, when I, met, when I met my wife, I literally met her for the first time in my purpose. While I was in the middle of my message, before I even quoted the last verse of the verse that I was quoting to start my message, she walks in. And I'm telling you, when you find your purpose and you fulfilled in your purpose, you won't worry about your person because you're so immersed in your purpose that you trust God to bring your purpose, person. But if you're not fulfilled in your singleness, how will you have the capacity to fulfill the requirements of a marriage? It ensures, or oh, says, uh, a relation with a place of holders, You want to come in whole, not half. A lot of people are into relationships half of who they could be versus a whole of who they are in Christ. It ensures that you're not seeking a relationship to fill a void. A lot of people go into a relationship literally to have someone fill a void. They get in it and say, listen, I need you to complete me. The Bible says, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, knowing this, that the testing of your faith produces patience. And when patience has had its full effect or has fully worked, you will be whole or perfect. You will be complete and lack of nothing. God wants us to be whole and Whole as a person, no holes in our life, because why would God pour anything in you if all it does is leak out of you? He wants you to be complete. You, you, You were meant to be completed in Christ so that you can compliment someone in life. See, we were meant to compliment, not to complete or compete. If you're so focused on competing and completing, you will never compliment anything that God wants to give. You can't. right. And so when you understand that, that God wants you to be complete in him, because if you're not complete in him, then you will just deplete them. Let's keep going. It ensures that you're not seeking a relationship to fill a void, but rather to enhance your life and share with someone compatible. Relate on ship. Are they a sailor? For the seeds that God wants to see you, see you, want to see you through. If not, it wants to see. So, the top five questions you must ask yourself. Then we're going to get into a QA, but I'm going to do a brief intermission to share what I'm offering. Now, the first question is What are my core values and beliefs? Number two, Am I ready for commitment? Number three, Have I healed from past wounds? Number four, What are my non negotiables or deal breakers? Number five, Am I content or fulfilled in my single? Before we get into it, I want you guys to post what are some core values that you think we need to have? What are some core values posted? You can pick one of these five questions. I want you to engage. Any one of these four, five questions, post something. So if you say, hey, help your brothers and sisters in the chat, help your brothers in the comments and sisters in the comments and say, what are some core values that we must have? Number two, why do you, why, uh, uh, maybe number two, am I ready for commitment? Why should we be ready for commitment? What are some things in, in a commitment that we need to make sure that we're ready for? Number three, what are some past wounds that people overlook but they know they should look at before getting relationship? Number four, let's talk about this in the comments in the chat. What are some non-negotiables? What are some deal breakers that people should consider before getting relationship? And last but not least, uh um <clears throat> what are some things you're planning to fulfill in your singleness that will set you up for mingleness. And we're going to talk about that a lot on this channel, and something a little bit more, because I'm going to, di- not a different direction, but I'm, I'm I'm kind of anchoring myself in a place. We're going to talk about singleness for mingleness, but I want to talk to you all. And if you watch right now, go ahead and share, go ahead and like. If you enjoyed this, thank you all so much. If you were blessed by this, uh, uh like, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. Uh, uh, and check out the links in the description box below, all that good stuff. But let's talk about, I, I heard, I got a lot of emails from you all, a lot of comments, a lot of DMs from you all. You guys are ready. Oh, I posted a post a while back about group coaching and coaching and what are some things that you guys want to do this summer and for the rest of the year and however long that God wants me to do this. So I created communities for you all i create a singles community i create a couples community and i create an entrepreneur's community and it's all on my life work. let me go ahead and post it now life work is the community page i'm gonna go ahead and show you all um the website uh well let me go ahead and show you some things for my uh, life work singles we have uh three uh, uh, areas for you to be able to sign up is called Thriving Solo. We have Thriving Solo, Thriving Together, and the Thriving Entrepreneur group coaching programs um, for those who are looking to maximize their singleness, maximize relationship, and maximize their entrepreneurial endeavors and becoming whole. So Thriving Solo, if there's three communities, three groups, the singles community, the singles plus community, and the singles elite, The singles community, uh, uh, join the singles community and experience daily encouragement, engage in weekly worksheets and challenges, access the multi-purpose audio podcast, participate in monthly Q&A sessions, and connect with a vibrant community of like-minded individuals. If you want a little bit more, you can upgrade to single plus. It says for even more benefits, including weekly live Q&A sessions where you can get your burning questions answered. Also, uh, exclusive access to the purpose of singleness podcast, I'll be releasing that tomorrow and an immersive uh, Bible study experience where we're going to be going through the book of James, where I'm going to be helping each group uh, with through the book of James, how singles should think, how couples should think, how entrepreneurs should think as we navigate verse by verse through the book of James. Also, if you want a little bit more, you can take your singles to the next level with single Singles Elite. This exclusive program offers a transformative masterclass and mastermind experience. Enjoy three group coaching sessions and live Q&A sessions each month, a one-on-one coaching call and audit with Coach Josh. Audit means I look at your worksheets, I help you navigate some things and help you make some adjustments and an in-person mastermind event with all the people in our community with Coach Josh and receive a quarterly merch box as a token of our appreciation, thrive in your solo purpose and prepare for a fulfilling future relationship with singles elite. And so with this uh, group, my wife will be helping with the singles elite and the couples elite. And so my wife and I, we're going to tag team and help you all. And speaking of couples, we have Life Work Couples, which is thriving together. Join the couples community and experience, daily encouragement, engage in weekly worksheets, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Same thing as singles. Uh, community, but if you want a little bit more, you can upgrade to Couples Plus, and that um gives you access to live Q&As with you and your... This this group is for uh, dating and courting couples. It's for engaged couples. It is for early married couples. Now, if you're a married couple and you just trust, wow, God gives me wisdom, and you, and you over three to five years of marriage, but you just want to be a part of this, you can also join as well. My wife and I will just be talking about uh, how God is working in our marriage and what we had to do to prepare for relationships. So this is a program going to be tailored to um, uh, dating and courting couples, engaged couples, early married couples. And if you were more early, if you later than the earliest and you need some help or you're going through a struggle right now, let me see what we can do. Also, also get access to the purpose relationship podcast. And also, you'll be going through the Book of James, all of us together in the plus and elite communities. Also, if you want to take relationships to new levels, couples elite, the same at Masterminds, one-on-one, all that good stuff. And for my entrepreneurs, man, listen, one thing that entrepreneurs go through, man, a lot of them go through isolation. A lot of them go through uh, imbalance when it comes to work and life. A lot of them are unhealthy. And this thriving entrepreneur is to help the whole entrepreneur to uh, to do entrepreneurship God's way. The questions are, are you a kingdom preneur? Are you a family preneur? Are you a personal preneur? Are you, are you a health preneur? Like, like you just can't thrive in business. And the Bible says, what profits a man if they gain the whole world but lose their soul? And so you can check out all those things on my website. I'm going to go ahead and post it now at LifeWork. Let me go ahead and post um, that link so you guys. I'm gonna show you guys the prices of it so you can see um, how you guys, if you guys are interested, for sure. So I just posted in the chat. Those who's watching live, <clears throat> LifeWork.MN.CO. If you're listening right now, is in the description box as well. <clears throat> so let me go ahead and post the link. So here it is. Here's LifeWork. Uh-oh. There we go. Let me see if I can make myself. There we go. So here's the website, Building Whole and Successful Lives. LifeWork for those who's been rocking me for a long time. That's where all the purpose sickness courses was. You remember LifeWork.Courses? Uh, that was where our course, but we made a community out of it. So the cool thing about this community is everyone is in one big community, but they're in their own unique spaces. And based upon what space you have, will determine what access you have. So my all my single community people will be in that community, but everyone in the elite or plus communities will always will have access to every tier beneath them, right? And so down at the below, if you want to just be a part of the life work community, you just want to build and focus on your purpose and have a community, you can also do that. And that will be $17 a month. And all of our singleness, singles community, couples community are $37. That's a good deal there. Also, if you want to take it to Singles Plus, Couples Plus, or Entrepreneurs Plus, it's ninety-seven dollars a month. And if you want to take it to the Elite level with the Masterminds, with support with my wife and I, you really want to overcome some um, some significant uh, pain points, and you want to really have significant payoffs and transformative transformative uh, results in a quicker time frame. Check out Singles Elite. Couples elite and entrepreneurs elite. And I'll also be creating a whole nother one so that all you'll get access to all the plus and elites. I'll be making that tonight. We already got stuff in there right now. So take your time and you can try for free for three days. Look at coach. Try for free for three days. Get in there, look at the worksheets, look at it, get get a taste of it, build your own page. Let's build a community. And also, there's if the, the more people that you invite, coach is gonna take care of you. If you bring people to the community, we'll make sure we take good care of you. There's different uh, perks and things that you can get when you invite people. So, hey, if you got some singles out there at the church community, you say, "Hey, man, let's get together and be a part of this community and grow." Or if you're couples, there's a price point for everybody. There's uh, price points like we said: 37 for the community, 97 for the plus, and different price points. Singles: 500 for the elite. Couples: 750. That's for couples. You know, that's not for one person. Other the couples create a pay 750 there and 850 for the entrepreneurs because with entrepreneur you'd be able to get some brainstorming sessions and there's some other uh. Uh, opportunities for you to get into coaching with me uh, for for those who are looking to uh, uh, create their books, those who are looking to be speakers, those for coaches and stuff, that's more of an elite program. And you can get that information on my website, mycoachjosh.com. So I hope that was good and I'll be going, I'll be talking a lot about singles. I'll be talking a lot about couples and entrepreneurship on this channel snippets, Um, but I'm going to be giving a lot. It's May. And so all of our masterminds and master classes will start in June, but every week in May is preparatory. We're getting prepped, single prep, couples prep, entrepreneurs prep. And so right now there's a worksheet in there uh, for you to have an assessment of where you are so that we can see where you are. And and then there's a couple of challenges and then we're rocking and rolling. But the first June 5th is when we're starting. Uh, Let me make sure that's June, June 5th. Yeah, June 5th. We started with our masterminds and masterclasses, and uh, let's join. Let's make some things happen. Let's maximize, and um, let's get to some questions. Let me answer a couple of questions. Let me get on YouTube, uh, on Instagram real quick. Jojo Dave says, what up, Coach Josh? It's Jojo out of Fort Worth, Texas. How do I lock in on my purpose of becoming a motivational speaker? Great question, man. Listen, uh, uh, in order to have a powerful message, you have to observe your mess, your messes. In order to have a powerful message, observe your messes because there's a message in all your messes. And what that means is uh, 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 whatever God has brought you through, whatever you have learned and earned from, God can turn that mess into a message. When you lock in on your purpose, what you got to do is be okay with giving people free value. Like this YouTube channel, I gave five points of value before I ask for value. I give value. And what you do is put your message out there, start a podcast, start a YouTube channel, get your message out there. And the more you get your message out there, then people will hear your message or group and it will surround you and say, hey, man, can you speak at my event, etc." But you have to go through the process of, of, of trial and error in order to reach this error. You see what I'm saying? And so when you start speaking now, you'll begin to fine tune your delivery, fine tune your message, and then you will be able to. So how do I lock in on my purpose? What you got to do is say, first, understand your confidence comes in Christ, not the crowd. Your confidence must be in Christ, not the crowd. Or, or they won't hear you loud and clear, right? And so when you lock in on your purpose of becoming, you got to know that Christ, God, did you give me this message? God, my value, it comes from you. And then you can lock in because you understand the process. What I also will say is don't look too much at the end result of other speakers because not all speakers started how they how they are now. And that will keep you from being disappointed when no one watches your video. My first video is only two people watched, three people watched. This was 2008, 2009 when I got started. And my first book didn't sell, but only like five or 10 books the first month. But I had to go through those feelings of failure. I had to go through those things in order for me to be content for whatever God wants me to do. And so join that community, man. If you find you're a place and you're able to, even if it's the $17 community or the $37 community, start somewhere. And you will get access to me, get access to live Q&As, and you will begin to see Uh, Or check out my website, mycoachjosh.com. Fill out the form for the speakers and authors. Um, Let me see if I can post that link for you on my website. Uh, Coaching and then authors and speakers. Let me post that for you, my brother. So check that link out. I would love to help you, fam. T says, hey, what's up, coach? I was talking to a girl and we clicked. But time and business calls us to just be friends. How do I still do ministry with her when I still have feelings? Should I ask God to take my feelings away or change my desires? Appreciate it, coach. Great question. So you were talking to a girl, y'all was doing ministry together. Now y'all got busy. Now y'all just friends, right? And you, how do you, I still do ministry with her when I still have feelings? First off, you have to number one, see that there are going to be some complexities when doing ministry with someone like that that you have feelings for. So what I would do is I would ask God restructure how I do ministry God lead me to where I should do ministry because if she if she if you still have feelings for her it's going to be hard for you to fulfill ministry alongside her and so this may be the time where God will begin to say uh here I mean do ministry over here move out of there uh because right now you may not have the capacity or the time to really unpack those feelings right but God is not going to take feelings away God can't take your feelings away. He just restructures your mindset to see things differently and then your feelings will begin to subside. So what I will do is facts over feelings. And I have a book. I have it right here. Facts over feelings. This book will help you find the facts behind your feelings and get back to fulfilling your purpose and fulfilling the ministry. Because if you don't unpack those feelings systematically, then those feelings will only, only rise and not subside. So should I ask God to take my feelings away or change my desire? He will change. He will show you a different way of looking so that you won't be looking too hard at her. That makes sense. So check that book out and, and see how that can help you. Uh, plenty of ble- plenty of Blessing says such a good word. Commitment is key. You must be it. There is where I am in my journey. You got to be it before you be it. And if you want to be it before you be it, check out our, our singles community, our couples community, and at whatever tier you are able, you're going to get a lot of value, no matter what tier you're on. But you'll get more access, more value at the higher tiers. But, um, but check it out, man. You got to be it before you be it, and we have a community that's going to help you do that. uh Jen say you are very poetic. God gets the glory. I wonder how it's possible to be show multiple kingdom spouses, but they are very unlike Christ in their ways. Meanwhile, you are fearful of getting married. Maybe it isn't time. You are very poetic. I wonder how it's possible to be. To show multiple kingdom spouses, but they are very unlike Christ in their ways. Listen, if 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 they're not like Christ, they don't have Christ's light. You know what I'm saying? And if they're afraid to get married, they're going to be trembling in marriage. And so it just ain't, isn't the time. And what I will say is, is that you, you got to make sure that you don't get discouraged. You got to realize, understand that the world is huge. The earth is huge. There's a lot of people. Your husband can be in Singapore right now. Your husband could be in South Africa. Your husband could be in Texas. Your husband could be in Louisiana getting, the, uh you know, some Louisiana food. You know what I'm saying? But you have to find your purpose now. Be a king to seek first the kingdom of God. And all the righteousness, all these things will be added to you. I got time for maybe one or two more I got to go. God's so my cousin says, hey, cuz, I've been asking, praying, and fasting for God to release this person from my spirit for about three years now. But that unwanted feeling is still there. I do not understand why. It's definitely not a sexual feeling. Absolutely not that. It's a strong care. It's your personality. And sometimes when you begin to see your personality, that you have a lot of empathy, then you have to get to the place of emptying your empathy towards that person. And so whatever the root cause was that caused you to have empathy towards that person, whatever caused the bond with that person, you have to systematically unpack that in your mind. Because you transform by the renewing of your mind. If you want to transform out of that conform feeling, then you have the system allow your mind. And how does that happen? Number one, you got to make sure that you say, okay, have I forgiven the individual? Have I forgiven myself? Number two, uh, do I have boundaries and restraints when it comes to my empathy? Why do I care so much? Because sometimes we care so much that we carrying unnecessary cares and it carries over for multiple years, affecting how we carry what we need to carry today. Um, praying, fasting, God released this person from my spirit for about three years. See, what's cool with but when you say spirit, it's all about unwinding the intertwining of how you foresaw them in your life. Sometimes we have to get our minds unhooked or unhinged from our false uh, uh, intimate ideas of of the individual. Because a lot of people, they're in love with the idea of the individual, not the individual. And the idea is what they're hanging on, not the individual. So they don't even like the individual no more, but the idea of them. And the dreams and the time they spent emotionally invested in daydreaming about the individual causing them to actually have a soul top. And now because you were possibly having the traits of a life coach or, or a minister or you have a big heart, now all of a sudden, now you're you're trying to play a part in something that God never uh, wanted to cast you to be a part of. And so now you have to begin to ask the Holy Spirit to give you those uh, key areas where you begin to bury yourself. Emotionally, that's keeping you from from really seeing and going on with your life. And so, I would get a sheet of paper and write down all the feelings you have for them and why you shouldn't have feelings for them and begin to assess where you begin to have to impress, uh, and yourself into and kind of go from there. Hope to help. Uh, I gotta go, y'all. Um, I had a long day, man. Coach, uh, oh, maybe this drink will help. Give me one second. I got to get on uh, Instagram real quick. I better listen to my body. I better go. Love y'all. I'll be doing a live Q&A tomorrow. Thank y'all so much for trusting me with y'all's questions. Um, Check out all the stuff that we got here. Uh, Let me go ahead and post the uh, links. Give me one second. Let me see how I do this. Yeah, so check out everything. Links in the description box below. Let me go ahead and post the, uh, the links. I don't even know where my... Here we go. So that you guys... So I'm going to go ahead and post the links. Website, communities, three-day free trial. Try it out. Sign up today. And let's, let's maximize in every area Let's get prepped for June this summer. And if you need one-on-one coaching, you can do that all on my website. I'm posting those links now. And I hope those five questions were a blessing to you. I love you all. Y'all be blessed. I'll catch y'all next time. Peace.